Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of What Are You Talking About? Thank you for joining us. Today our guest is Taylor Howe, an absolute legend in the UK CrossFit community. She's a four times CrossFit Games semi-finals athlete and also a Commonwealth weightlifter for Wales. I absolutely love this episode and as always, hope you do too. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to be the first to hear all about our new episodes and content. Please note there were some connection issues during this podcast and we apologise for any disruption. Okay, Taylor, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good. I'm good. I know you are super busy training and everything and you've like just rushed back. How How's current training going? Like how's kind of off season, I suppose? Uh, yeah, so of course, not getting to the games changed, changed the season up a little bit. Um, so we decided to kind of carry the season on just a little bit longer and compete at strength and depth and then kind of go into an off season well have a little bit of a, of a rest after that instead of after semis and then we started like officially training properly um like last week like midweek and kind of like built built it up so my body's uh feeling a little bit sore but it's good to be back absolutely so as like we sit here recording this today's day it's the first day of the games 2023 how does it feel as an athlete kind of like watching do you still enjoy watching it do you still enjoy kind of all the content around it is it kind of bittersweet what what's like the feeling feeling you get watching yeah um like seeing everyone post the pictures of like checking in and getting their getting their stash and stuff is pretty bittersweet because it's like what you train for um you get one weekend a year to perform and then get to the games which is which is pretty tough so yeah I'm not um I'm not truly like disappointed um which I thought I would feel a little bit different towards but I feel like because I attacked the things that I did in my own respect that I'm not that disappointed mm-hmm. um, so I'm looking forward to actually just watching the games and cheering all the people on and yeah I think it'll be pretty cool it is yeah it must be such a strange experience also because I suppose from like a fan perspective obviously you watch and it's with any comp where you are like an elite athlete I suppose any comps that we watch non-elite athletes and we watch these people hurt and push themselves to the limit and be so amazing you can never really capture or, or know what they're feeling but I suppose for you you know how much they're hurting you know how much they're pushing you know how hard it is for them does it make it more enjoyable to watch when you know that or do you think it's better to have kind of more like rose tinted glasses about it um it's it's a weird feeling because like whenever you watch somebody work out you're like oh I wish I was doing that workout and um you always have this thing in your mind that it's not gonna hurt as bad but then you know when you're in it hurts just as bad or if not more than you anticipated so um yeah I understand how how they're all gonna feel on every single workout and especially like the long ones like the the run and Helen and the workups which are just gonna be absolutely brutal because all you can do is just go fast um like there's no skill related element to it it's just how much and how bad you want to hurt so then ones is kind of like on edge watching it because like you want to feel that hurt and you want to you want to push your limits because it's what you train for so um but yeah it's uh I'm excited to watch it 
Absolutely. So uh, we're going to talk a lot about your kind of experience competing and your history, but I want to start kind of back at the beginning because you grew up doing gymnastics. Is that right? So what was your kind of athletic childhood like? Um, what did you do when you were younger? Uh, yeah, so I started off doing gymnastics. Um, I did that until I was like 16. Um, and as you do, you like dip in and out when you get to that age because like you want to go with your friends and you don't want to go to training after school because you want to go to the park and like all that kind of stuff. Um, and then it got into athletics like shortly after, after that. Uh, so I did that for a little while. Um, and then I had a stress fracture in my foot from all the training because I tend to do that. <laughs> tend to <laughs> Days that I've I've got the t-shirt for that. Um, and then um, I kind of found CrossFit off the back of that injury because I needed to just like keep myself going by doing something. So I just can't sit still. So um, and that's how I kind of fell into into the CrossFit world and weightlifting and all of that kind of thing. So yeah. Yeah, it seems to be like one of them things a lot of people that are now elite CrossFit athletes are ex-gymnasts. Um, yeah. Do you think there's kind of, obviously there are a lot of similarities in certain movements. How much does it help being an ex-gymnast when you first walk into a CrossFit gym? Um, yeah, it definitely helps because like the mobility and the, the stuff that you need to pick up the movements firsthand comes from a lot of mobility and and power as well so I think that that definitely helped in terms of being mobile for snatching and of course when it came to like kipping movements like they're just second nature kind of thing um because you're used to swinging around on the bars and whatnot so yeah um it definitely transferred over pretty well from the start and then again, I think CrossFit's got such a variety of of disciplines where you're never bored. And I feel like when I came, and it's the same with gymnastics, right? Like you've got four pieces. Um, so like when you're in a training session, you're alternating between your, like you beam, your bars, your floor, your vault. And then you go into athletics and it's just one, one thing. And like the thing is just the same because you just trained for that one like running in a circle kind of kind of thing and then when it came to CrossFit it was very relatable to that feeling of gymnastics where it was like all new when you learn new skills and um yeah and it just it's just addictive it's just addictive yeah. so yeah. someone said to me a few weeks ago and I keep bringing this up every episode about a CrossFit honeymoon phase and I was like yeah there is such a thing but it's lasts but for a long time and I think even now you look at I mean like you use the games for an example every year there are new movements and there are new things and there are new tests yeah. like things you'd never ever think about doing do you yeah. still feel like you get like moments of that honeymoon phase now yeah I guess so like when they like when they introduce like obviously um the go rack at semi-finals okay it's like okay we need to learn to do muscle ups a little bit differently because you've got a weight on your back and okay we need to learn how to jump over a box with a weight on your back and it's just adapting to new things on the fly um yeah which is pretty cool like you never get settled up bored um because it's you're always chasing that next kind of like thrill I guess mm -hmm. of like what they're gonna throw at you um yeah it's never ending <laughs> yeah. Do you remember your first CrossFit class and or workout? 
do you know what I do I think very very vaguely um it was I want to say that it was front squats um I think maybe hands on push-ups and boobies I think and I remember doing the front squats and um I'd obviously done a little bit of strength training through athletics for like the gym side of things and we'd recently started doing like back squats and stuff and it was all so new to me um and then when they had the front squats the class and I just kept like putting the weight on and putting the weight and they were like hey what's going on <laughs> that's kind of where like the weightlifting kind of filtered in like there's a crossfit gym and a weightlifting gym which was like it's just like a wall between them like you you walk from the crossfit gym through into the weightlifting room um and I think they approach they approach the weightlifting coaches like approached me from that side and was like, you should come this side and try weightlifting. <laughs> um, so yeah, it kind of happened to kind of work like that. Mm. Yeah, the love affair with the barbell began. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so how? Because obviously, like you had, and we'll we'll talk about it now. I suppose you had a gap. Was it of two years where your sole focus was weightlifting? Is that about right timing wise? How how long had you been doing CrossFit at that point before you actually were like, I'm going to move into weightlifting full time for the moment? Um, yeah, I think I was just doing CrossFit purely just for the fun, focus on too. Like, there's no big deal, and like, I can do a little bit of CrossFit, can, you know, do a few comps, see how I see if I really enjoy it, and then I can also do the same for weightlifting. Um, and then it came came to the point where it was just like, okay, am I going to solely focus just on weightlifting while still doing my classes and CrossFit just because I couldn't purely just do weightlifting I would get so bored um and then that was like two to three years where I was just like I kind of put everything well the the focuses of my sessions would be like weightlifting and the CrossFit would kind of fit fit around that um and then it yeah and then I had the opportunity to compete for Wales and the Commonwealth Games and that was kind of like you know what I kind of put as a main focus and then um I had opportunities with Great Britain after that and then there was one day and I just decided I'm just gonna go full on in CrossFit now I'm bored of it <laughs> so yeah here I am <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's paid it off so in that that period of time where obviously you are at a level where you can go and compete for your country how like how quickly did you realize I'm really good at this and like when you started CrossFit and I suppose started the weightlifting aspect of it how long into it was it like oh this I could go somewhere with this I could do this as in with the weightlifting or with the with the weightlifting yeah um it was pretty it was pretty early on where like I kind of knew I had a talent for weightlifting um so I was like, I would be stupid not to kind of like try it. I was very resistant to it. Like I'm the type of person, if somebody tells me I should, then I won't. <laughs> um, so they're like, you should do this, you should do that. And I'm just like, mm, yeah, maybe. But then when I came around to it in my own in my own time, I was like, okay, I can I can maybe give it a go and see see where it goes. Um, yeah, and, and I guess that's what that's what I did. And when I had obviously the opportunities that come up I was like there I couldn't never like turn them down at the time so I kind of just went with it and obviously competing at the Commonwealth Games such an incredible opportunity experience 
can you, I suppose, can you explain in a nutshell what that experience was like? Do you know what? I literally can't even explain it. It was just like a moment that you'll never forget. Um, it was just amazing. Like the nerves were so surreal because you're not, you wasn't used to feeling that kind of, like you're used to being on a platform, but being on a platform where you're in front of the whole world was just like, wow, this is crazy. Um, but like the Australian crowd was just out of this world. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was just amazing. Like it feels like yesterday. Um, and then when obviously Birmingham was on like a few couple of years ago, I was just like, oh, I've got such a big formal now. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, my last year. Um, yeah, because I planned to kind of want to come back for that. And then I obviously I, I, I didn't. And yeah, it was a bit. But people said, people did say it was, it had absolutely nothing on the Commonwealth in Australia. So it was just like, mm. I feel better now. It's so interesting. And I, it's such a different, like I think about this with weightlifting all the time. You, you When you watch weightlifting, it looks so... Um, lonely almost out there like you watch a crossfit competition you've got kind of what 10 15 20 competitors on the floor and as much as you're working out alone you've got people either side of you whereas weightlifting you are literally you come out there's a spotlight on you how like how do you manage the nerves and the pressure because the thought of that for me makes me feel a little bit sick <laughs> like yeah how do you manage it yeah it definitely took some getting used to um i feel like it was a good good transfer from gymnastics because it's the same right when you're doing doing gymnastics you're very much like on a time or um you're on your own um and then obviously with athletics as well like you're on your own you're, like, you're almost against the clock um and then with I get used to being on the platform it's just experience it's just like doing the same across it right it's just like how much experience you can get like getting used to like the little things and getting used to um, like where you need to look because everything's like completely different and um yeah but I love it I love that feeling I love being on the platform it's amazing so yeah do you think at any point you'll go back to that yeah 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 I will I will go back um I've already like toyed with the idea a little bit this year um maybe do some comps like the back end of the year um and then the commonwealth the commonwealth um qualifying year starts like 18 months before um so i think i think i'll put myself in that in them competitions where i need to be ranked so i can get my ranking back and then obviously hopefully be chosen at the end of it but we'll see yeah exciting times exciting um so crossfit then so you decided after um you were going to go for full in and crossfit did you have a goal as in were you it this is going to be my full-time career this is going to be where I'm at when you chose to do crossfit full-time what was the initial goal um yeah it was kind of like, like an overnight decision with going full in and crossfit um like one minute I was weightlifting and literally like fast forward less than 24 hours I was just like right I'm doing I'm doing CrossFit and um, I had an email off um uh, the GB um coaches and said I'd just been selected for the uh the Europeans 
um and I knew there and then I was just like I'm not accepting it um I'm gonna go I'm gonna put all my all my efforts into cross it and see where see where I come out uh, and that's what I did um and that was in I want to say 2019 it was just before COVID um and yeah that's, and that's exactly what I did I just thought right it's kind of like now or never if I'm going to experience it um I'm just going to go all in on it and then yeah, I kind of like you know retired from weightlifting and then threw myself in the deep end <laughs> it is it's, it's such a there's I suppose with CrossFit and I know it's a growing sport but it's yeah. There's everyone kind of when you're at kind of your level and elite level, I suppose, and correct me if I'm wrong here, everyone kind of has the same goal, right? Get into the games and winning. Is that when you were like, I'm going to do full time CrossFit? Was that the goal? Um, yeah, I wanted to get to the games, of course. Uh, but I just wanted to kind of compete in CrossFit with a purpose um to start with because I was doing it just for fun on the side of weightlifting mm. um and I seemed to come back with like you no know, okay results by not having a coach or by putting any focus into it so I thought do you know what yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see what happens it was the year when they changed all of them um when they did sanctionals um and then it was like loads of backfill spots and I remember I just I signed up for strength and depths um in 2019 and I finished 10th out of like all the top girls and I was just like mm, okay this could be a pretty good <laughs> and out like the game spot went right back down to ninth place and I came 10th so I was just like oh like this is this is pretty cool mm-hmm. um, and then yeah that's literally like the day after that that's when I reached out to a coach and was just like can I can you coach me and like kind of just went from there yeah it's one of them things that that it's again I suppose even from 2019 to now the level of competition has changed hugely I think particularly in the UK you know we now have these elite categories which we weren't having before Um, and I want to talk about a couple of comps you've done obviously you've 2019 and then we didn't have any kind of in-person events for a while but 2021 you got to semi-finals um, and it was all all changed. It was semi-finals rather than sanctionals and all these changes. Um, yeah. What was that experience like? Obviously, I assume like COVID-wise, you hadn't really been training in a box or things were all online and different. What was that experience like coming out of 2021 and going into a huge live competition? Yeah, it's like, you know what? It's always something that I really wanted to do. I did team regionals 2018 in Berlin. Um, and that was the year of the Commonwealth. So I was literally, I think, what, what I can't remember which way around we were. No, it was the Commonwealth. And then I flew back. And then in a week, I was going to Berlin and competing as a team. So it was like, that was the year. My Obviously, my sole focus was purely weightlifting. And I was just doing team because I was like, oh, why not? Um, and then being in Berlin, and that's when that's when my mindset kind of started to change a little bit and I and I remember watching the individuals and being like oh my god I want to be there and then the following year when they changed everything with COVID and sanctions and all, all this kind of stuff I was a bit gutted and then when it when it reversed back to like the old when they announced like like this season where it was going to be you know 
technically like regionals again in Berlin and Europe and I was like yes like this is because last season was obviously different because it was split and it wasn't the regionals it was like London's not the same as Berlin like um and when they announced that and it was in Berlin I was like this is so cool like this is what I seen this is what like made me want to do cross back in 2018 like full time um and now I get to actually go and experience that and it was it was a pretty cool feeling that this season being there yeah, yeah. it was really interesting because I so I was at strength and depth 2022 so the London semi-final well semi-finals yeah and it was really interesting to watch the dynamic of actually having less people in one of them semi-finals to going in to a Europe semi-final again this year yeah. how does it as an athlete change the way you look at it going like when you're it's basically doubling in size right so opportunity is obviously harder but also the comps bigger did it does it make a massive difference year to year when you're competing yeah like it was it wasn't really a comparison in terms of like the vibe and the feeling and the experience from being like London obviously it was a great event like certainly that put on a hell of a show um and then but it's, it was it wasn't the same like you couldn't you can't compare athletes who are doing different workouts and like that's just my opinion um like you I like you're not you know taking the people in Europe who have done the same workouts and showcasing like everyone's gone head to head mm-hmm. um and then obviously like getting a last chance spot from that um was was pretty cool and then going to Berlin and then experiencing like I say like that old school regionals effect where like everyone is in one um and it's 60 people and it's just like crazy um yeah it was it was pretty cool yeah what was your favorite semi-finals workout this year this year um do you know what like I enjoy I enjoyed all of them in different ways. Um I was looking forward a lot to the ring muscle up one. Um, but obviously like I had a lot of judging problems on that one. So the one I was looking forward to turned out to be a little bit of a shit show. Um, which seems to always be the case. Like you go to and you get fucked over by someone else. So that's that's what that is. Um and then like the first event was pretty cool. Like we put a lot of work and effort into kind of like fitness and that so that was a pretty cool way to kick off the weekend yeah it was I think the, this year as I say going back to that old school vibe watching not only them 60 athletes all do the same workout but actually across the world watching everyone and comparing was so fun to watch um I want to kind of jump back slightly because this is also a year that you came back from injury and a massive operation right so going back was it kind of it was let me get my dates right here but kind of like summer autumn 22 you had pretty major operation um am I right there in my dates <laughs> you feel like you're thinking about it I'm like so it'll be a year it'll be a year next month that I had yeah. surgery so um yeah competing um this season was a lot of mental battles in terms of like oh I have to learn to trust my body in ways that I haven't for a very long time um so I feel like that that maybe is the contrast of like the two seasons where like 
you know the like last season in strength and depth I I competed on a full-blown injury and then this year I was recovered so like so well from the injury where that was more of a test for me not very different experiences but yeah the injury is a year I did it uh two or three weeks before strength and depth I that's when I injured my knee and then obviously I had to compete on it and then yeah it's such a, a massive thing and I like I think even as someone so you know I don't compete I'm not a, an elite athlete but the thought of someone saying to me oh you're gonna have to have knee surgery and you're not gonna be able to train and all this yeah. is quite a fearful thing how do you prepare for that as someone who is an elite full-time athlete um yeah like touch wood that that is the first injury I've had in crossfit where you know you have niggles and you need a little bit of deloading and that kind of thing but like in terms of needing surgery like that was the first thing I had to deal with um and it was pretty obviously it's pretty scary but I knew I knew I had to have it at the same time so I was kind of preparing myself mentally for like okay what's training going to look like how long am I out for um no what comps can I come back for and that kind of thing um but I definitely like looking back um I wish I just chilled a little bit more with it because like when you get to this time of the season um and you have time off and you're just like oh I'd love to have another week I'd love to have another week but when you're injured you're almost like battling with yourself to be like no I need to do more trainings it's not because you need to recover and it's the same thing but because you know it's an injury it's different because you feel like you're getting less fit does that yeah, make sense it does yeah um so yeah it, it, it was it was a tough it was a tough battle but oh my god it made me so much stronger and it taught me so much about my body and like I wouldn't I would never change what what had happened so yeah it was pretty cool I think it's so important like to advertise that because there will be people I'm sure that know they need surgery or something like that and they're like no it's going to push me back it's going to push me back but the fact that you've just said it's made you stronger is amazing and you so you signed qualified for the Dubai fitness champs right before your surgery and then going to that was it how long was it after was it two two three months like it wasn't didn't seem that long I think from from an outsider's perspective it probably felt like a really long time for you rehabbing but looking back are you glad you made that decision to have something to go back to yeah I know um again comes with experience um just maybe just like taking a back seat and just chilling a little bit more and being more ready for the season because that knocked me back another two months Mm -hmm. so like I could have had an extra two months of fitness going into semi-finals um but you live and you learn right um so yeah I thought okay I'll give myself a little bit of a challenge and something to, to focus on I'll do the qualifiers and my surgeon was really good so he let me pick the date of when I could have the off so I was like, okay, I'll do the qualifiers and I'll go in the day after for the operation. Um, and that will give me like a decent amount of time to kind of, you know, get CrossFit fit enough to do Dubai. Um, and that's what I did. And then after I think it was the second day in Dubai in the morning, whenever, or was it the night? I'm not sure, but that's where with the hand clean and yeah my knee just it was my other knee by the way um 
which kind of just like give up and was just like yeah and then I'd come back and have injections in that and then of course that set me back like another month or two so it was a bit it was a learning curve um yeah, yeah. if you were to do it again would you would you say yes to Dubai no I would just embrace the rest and be like you know what like it's not the end of the world and rest is just as important as training and your body's been through a, a trauma so give it give it the time it needs and kind of listen to your body telling you when when's the right time to go back to training and not like force it back into training mentally as well so that was an experience but I don't again don't regret it it was mm-hmm. like if I didn't if I didn't injure my knee in Dubai I would never have started working with um with Josie for my for my rehab and I'm like and now both knees are in the best place they've ever been do you know what I mean so yeah. I feel like it it happens in a way which brings even better things from it but it's just really shit at the time yeah um, so yeah yeah and now I know what my handle and what I can't yeah absolutely I mean it probably doesn't help as well that the first event in Dubai was like the longest climb ever which can't have been good for anyone's knees yeah do you know what it was actually not that bad nobody had doms from it um wow it was just the men like the mental aspect of it was brutal um it was an experience um so yeah it was pretty cool that event it was very cool very like the I think Dubai are very good at putting on a very cool show so I'm sure the experience was amazing and then obviously like you mentioned going into semis a completely different season um when you don't get the result you're hoping for at semis um and I won't I won't go into it too much (laughs) um how how do you deal with that like mentally because and I I firstly also I love because you talk about um like you're you have a coach and you do a lot of mentoring and stuff and you talk about that a lot on your socials and stuff but how do you when you've been working towards one goal potentially in particular and then that doesn't happen how do you come out the weekend like do you give yourself a few days to be like oh or do you just go straight back into it what's what's the process um again I think this year was very different like I say this year was a lot of learning to trust my body instead of like you know learning to trust my fitness while as last year it was kind of you know it was, it was very different and um, but coming off the back of it like you put you put everything into like games to get games to get, games to get like strategies of workouts and like it's just relentless um and I feel like the back end of the weekend when it's over like the last event I was just like oh, fuck that's over um, and that's the dangerous territory that you're in because you don't want to feel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you know, like, you've put too much time into the outcome and not enjoyed, like, the process um, throughout the training leading up and throughout the, the weekend of competing. Um, so, like, coming out of the weekend, it was kind of just like, oh, like, obviously, like, emotions are high and you've put everything you put everything into that games to get and blah 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 but 
I feel like it's taught me this time round to I'm going into this next season with a completely different like it's not yeah it's cool it's a games ticket it's obviously the end goal but it's not you know it's not life or death um, and then that's what I kind of practice that's why I wanted to compete so soon after um Berlin because in semi um in strength and depth is because I wanted to practice that while it was fresh I wanted to go in and like each workout was like meh it's a workout like let's go enjoy let's go chill and like you come out and you win and you're like fuck it does work it does work when you like approach things in a more like adaptable way mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? um yeah. so yeah I feel like yeah it sucked because you know put everything into it but I've again just taken so much more learning experiences out of it than if I had just got the ticket to the games so yeah but of course that is the goal so I'm not <laughs> gonna sit here not um but I think I'll approach it differently next season amazing I know I love that and I think I also think for the UK community having people like yourself in strength and depth um you've obviously come off of semi-finals and go into that event it makes it even more fun as well and it's like an extra thing and also for your competitors because they're like oh cool like semi-finals athlete um it was a really cool weekend I got to be there what was it like kind of being back home turf all that how was that weekend for you yeah do you know what it was just so much fun like again going into it with a different just like enjoyment and you know just having no strategy on workouts really just going like okay let's go full send and see what happens <laughs> um is you don't get to do that especially at semi-finals like everything's so tactical and um so it's it was just so good to just do crossfit and just let loose and just enjoy your workout um and just yeah it was so much fun like my parents came to watch like they travel everywhere with me but they came in the camper van so in between events I was just like having a nap having a shower <laughs> having food and it was just like oh this is great it was just fun it was just like really nice nice environment it was a cool event how um how much or if at all do you change from when you're off the floor to when you're on the floor like is there a switch when it says three two one go and you're like right in the zone do you like when do you get into the zone leading up to it to each event probably like 45 minutes to an hour before I start kind of setting in and being like right my warm-up's going to take this long and I'm going to do this, this, this. And then I'll start like mentally preparing in my head, like, um, okay, this is how I would like the workout to to look or like start visualising like, you know, like the transitions and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, about about 45 to an hour before, before the event. Do you have like a... Um... I can't even think of it now. I'm all, I'm just going to like a Beyonce Sasha Fierce vibe here. But like, do you have an, an alter ego is the word I'm looking for? Do you feel like you have like an on the floor alter ego or are you still just Taylor, like wherever you are? Um, I think I'm always me, but of course, like my, my training switch and my competition switch are more or less identical. Um, so I feel like, because I practice that so much, like, you know, you do that what maybe three four times a day um it's slightly different in a competition because you've got a different environment around you 
and you're on like a time um but no like the switch is like okay 45 minutes like if, if I know I'm doing a qualifying gym or whatever like it's the same it's the same switch so yeah and my coach kind of kind of feeds off he knows that as well like in in the gym um he kind of knows if I'm really like anxious or nervous for a certain workout because he just kind of just lets me be um and then I just kind of look at him and give him the nod and be like right it's time to go and then so yeah I feel like that kind of transitions well into being on the floor absolutely and um, it's it's really cool to to watch um as you say like when you see people on the floor and you can tell they are in such a zone um particularly in an event like strength and depth where it's so like the crowd is like on top of you almost. yeah does that yeah. help or hinder having people so close yeah like whether the crowd's a million people or two people um I, I really don't I don't notice it um obviously like you feel the atmosphere is different like obviously in Berlin to strength and depth is a lot different um like you feel you feel that but you don't you don't know it if that makes sense yes um the snatch event at Sid was very very different because I was in the um, I was in the first lane and the barrier was like you know two meters away and everyone was standing in front of me so that was some somewhere where the crowd would be like they would put you off mm -hmm. that that was challenging um but that's the only time I think I've ever felt the crowd be challenging is because like when you're snatching it's a very technical movement and you're like fucking out people like eyeballing you two meters away and you can't you can't look up you can't you don't know where to look Mm -hmm. yeah um, but other than that like it's, it's totally fine yeah it it was that snatch event it was really interesting to watch that they did it in that se second arena because it was so much closer and I couldn't do it like if I'm in not that obviously I'm an elite athlete but if I'm like doing a lift in the gym I face the wall I'm like I can't look at people so I can only imagine when you are under that much like pressure and everything yeah. um and talking of pressure, and this is probably going to be my last question, re Sid, but obviously going into it, you'd come off the back of semi-finals. Everyone knew, like everyone knows who you are, I suppose, in the sense of your level. Do you feel pressure that you should go in and win that weekend? I guess not so much the pressure. It's like the inner fire, which is just like, no, I should be fucking winning this. Yeah. So I'm going um because you know you kind of know your worth and you know you it's what you it's what you train for it's what you work for every single day so um and that's that was a kind of a switch where I think I had to find like I spoke to my mental coach about it and she was just like Taylor you need to be going into workouts and thinking I'm gonna fucking win this workout and you need to practice that um you know you don't need to settle for like oh um so I thought you know what yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna practice that and yeah it worked so it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it was it was a really really great weekend and fun to watch um I'm gonna let you go shortly but I have a couple of quick fire questions at the end but before that what is what's next for you I know you've got big plans coming a big year but what's yeah. kind of next in I suppose your CrossFit and I suppose personally as well what's next for you Next for me, um, 
well, you could probably call me a gypsy this last 12 months because I've literally like had so many different roofs over my head. Um, but it's been fun. So next is um, I go I'm doing Team Madrid. So I'll be going over there the 29th of August, then coming back to the UK on the 12th of September. Um, and then I fly to Australia on the 20th, so I'm taking a whole new kind of journey and just, do you know what? I'm just, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for change. I'm ready for like to break out of the UK CrossFit scene and just like take the opportunities. Like the world is so big. Um, so yeah, that is, that is my plan. Um, and then, yeah, see what comes in it. <laughs> See what happens. I think it's great. And I think as much as UK CrossFit has grown rapidly in the last few years, apart from probably the States, it's huge in Australia. And there's so many incredible athletes and incredible opportunities. So how exciting. Yeah, it's so overwhelming. Like I sit here now and I'm like this weather, like it's literally pissing down. Um, It's just... I want to be in just an environment where you wake up and it's sunny every day and people are like happy and <laughs> do you know what I mean it's just a bit mm-hmm. depressing so um yeah and like I say like the, the UK CrossFit seems big but it's tiny compared to the rest of the world um I'm just ready to escape it I'm ready for change so I'm I'm, I'm really excited for it that would be amazing I'm excited to hear about it and see what comes right I'm gonna throw some quick fire questions at you there are only four of them I'll keep them short and sweet um from from actually I'm gonna ask this in two parts I'd like to know it's probably the same answer but from a weightlifting perspective and then in a crossfit perspective what's your favorite lift snatch in both yeah yeah and um, in CrossFit what is your favorite overall movement anything with like yeah ring muscle ups baby babies um yeah that semi-final workout basically yeah basically that semi-final I'm, yeah basically that workout but hey ho we live we learn, we learn. <laughs> um what about your favorite benchmark wad do you know what I'm going to be one of those people and say like I haven't done many of them um how was Linda Linda um yes yeah, so obviously it was a little bit different with dumbbells but very good workout yeah again that's probably really one of the one of the hardest ones I've I've done Linda was pretty tough um yeah we'll go with Linda because I've done it yeah. recently <laughs> I had someone on here she's like I don't know any benchmark quads I was like okay <laughs> question yeah. um okay then my final question for you and I know as you just said you're going team in Madrid but if you could choose and you could go you had a spot at the games and you got to pick your dream team next to you who would you have on it as in team as yeah. in going so if you had another female and two two men with you, who would you have? You know, this is a funny question because I was literally speaking about this this morning and uh, thinking, hmm, could I potentially do a season 
going team next season just to like oh, okay. have a bit of fun um oh, it's hard and I don't know um definitely some sort of super team right where you could just like pick pick one from each country and just have a mix yeah absolutely uh do you know what I don't know but anybody who just is fun and brings good energy um and is just down for a good time like on and off the floor like that is just it really yeah amazing yeah it's all about I think that's the thing with team right you've got to have fun and you've got to like the people you're working out with yes 100% (laughs) Well, thank you so, so much for your time and for the stories. It's been great. And we are wishing you all the best in your future endeavours and can't wait to see all that's to come. Yes. Excited.